From KWUR, Clayton 90.3 FM, here in St. Louis, this is the K-Worth Theater of the Air. I'm one of your three hosts, David Reinstrom. I'm David Bruno Butman here at the board. And I happen to be Alex Jensen. Hello, everybody. We'd like to welcome you to our show, uh, this premiere of this season, this brand new season of original and classic radio programming. Um, we are we are here. Our mission is to bring you the newest and some of the um, the more vintage uh, of our collection, which is rather expansive. And later this year, we will be bringing you lots and lots of new stuff. Yes, um, indeed. We've got a ton of original radio theater for you, as well as a whole back catalog of classics from the 40s through the 60s and beyond. And beyond, indeed. And, of course, we are the only radio theater show on the air this semester. Right now. And therefore, the premier radio theater show. Mm. That's true. Tonight, I'd like to begin by uh, introducing one of my personal heroes, a man by the name of Stan Freeberg. Uh, He was an advertising executive. He was a uh, a voiceover artist for Warner Brothers. Uh, He's still around. He's he's in his 80s right now. He was born in, like, 26. I think so. He must be 82. Uh, He is a very, very funny man. Um... And I think I think our approach to radio theater and the answer to the question why radio theater why in 2008 radio theater is best explained by this uh, this short bit that he did I believe in the 60s. Let's listen. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at, no pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Cue the Air Force. Okay, 25,000 cheering extras. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Doesn't television stretch the imagination? Up to 27 inches, yes. And that's that's Stan Freeberg. That's how the man operates. That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> uh, so what I want to what I want to show everybody tonight is something from I believe this was this came out in 1961. It's called Stan Freeberg modestly presents the United States of America. It's a concise musical history of the United States up to I believe about 1783, <laughs> um, uh, from its discovery until you know the the constitutional period. 1783 is my favorite year. Why is it your favorite year, David Brunel Brubman? I don't have a reason. Oh, okay. It's I thought my there, second favorite I thought there year. was a reason. Um, so, uh, I believe there doesn't need to be a whole great deal of preamble about this. It's, it's like one part Broadway musical, one part... Uh, you know, biting 60s satire. It is a little politically incorrect by <laughs> by 2008 standards. You'll see. But in a delightfully naive 1960s kind of way. I you don't be believe anyone will find it too offensive. And if it is, um, you may come find me and yell at me. But not me. I had nothing to do with this. But not Alex. Not <laughs> David either. The blame for this pick falls squarely upon my broad, tawny shoulders. 
Indeed. So without further ado, why don't we hear the first part? Stan Freeberg modestly presents the United States of America. The early years. Spain grants an audience to an obscure Italian sailor. There in her chambers, plans are made destined to change the course of history. All right, we'll go over it once again. First, you hawk the jewels, you give me the money, and I buy the ships. Then I discover the new world, you dump the king, and I'll send for you. You say you'll send for me, darling, but will you? Now, look, we've been all through this before. I know, but really, you're such a dreamer. You'll go out there and you'll sail right off the edge of the world. I will not. Wait. You're such a charming boy, darling. Why don't you forget all this? I'll set you up with a nice little fiat agency over in West Barcelona. I don't want a fiat agency. Well, then why don't you go to art school like your friend Da Vinci? I'll put you through. Look, if Lenny wants to starve to death, that's up to Lenny. Me, I want to discover the new world, carry out my dream. His Majesty, King Ferdinand. <gasps> the king. Oh, sure. He'll be at the Inquisition all afternoon, huh? <laughs> Time just slipped away. Quickly, take the jewels and go over the balcony. Too late. Uh, good afternoon, dear. How was the Inquisition? Amusing? Ah, Dullsville. Same old... Hey, who's that? 
Oh, you, you remember Christopher Columbus. Oh, you mean old round, round world? <laughs> you and your bohemian friends. He's not bohemian, he's Italian. An Italian, bohemian, look at him in that hat. Is that a crazy sailor? Crazy? I'll tell you how crazy. He's a man with a dream, a vision, a vision of a new world whose alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears with purple mountain majesties above the two-cents plain. Fruited. Fruited. He holds these dreams to be self-evident, this round, round world with Indians and justice for all. Let us then go forward together toward Miami Beach that the dream of this crazy Italian boy, indivisible, should not perish from the map. Bravo! Bravo! That moving? Was that a great bit? Listen, huh? I always said this girl had a lot... Wait a minute! I ask a simple question, I get a pageant. Why should Spain sponsor you? Why don't you go to Portugal? I did. They bought the prices right. Oh. Then I have your permission to sail? Have you had your shot? I have. Permission granted. Grazie. Arrivederci. Hasta la vista. Adios. Adios, muchachos, caballeros. Will you get out of here? Strange. He left by the balcony. Force of habit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how's that again? Nothing. Isabella, when are you going to quit fooling around with these nuts? <laughs> Admiral Columbus, sir, the men are weary, on the point of madness. Well, that's the trouble with labor today. Don't they realize we're going to discover the new world? You've been saying that for the last 57 days. Well, nobody forced you to come along, Your Majesty. <laughs> My doctor told me I should go to Florida for the winter. Mm -hmm. I still can't see what you needed three ships for. I got a better deal on the fleet rate. I'll accept that, but we better sight land pretty soon. There's rumblings of mutiny. Really? Yeah, come over here and listen. All right. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Mutiny, mutiny, mutiny. Yeah, I see what you mean. I'll jump up here in the rigging and speak to him. You mean on top of everything else this ship is rigged? Now hear this. This is the Admiral speaking. I know the going has been rough, but if we can just hold out a little while... Rumble, rumble. Stop that rumbling down there. Rumble. Who could blame him? The whole thing is madness. I don't like the way the crew is acting. Well, you're overplaying a little bit yourself there. I tell you, the world is flat. And that's that. It's round as your hat. It's flat as your head. It's round. It's flat. It's a round, round world. It's a round, round world. I contend it's round and it's going to be found when all the results are in. It's a round world now and it's always been. Flat, flat world. It's a flat, flat world. I insist it's flat as a welcoming map and he's sailing off the end. How about our crazy Australian friend? Get hip, would I climb aboard this ship? If I didn't have odds, the earth was highly spherical. It's a miracle if it's square, is. square king. You're a square, square king. If you don't believe, you're gonna receive the shock of your royal life. When the ship pulls in at Miami, yo ho ho and a dram on me. We are loyal subjects of the king and queen. But what kind of nut would you have to be to borrow a ship and put out to sea when you don't know what's on the other side? Oh, oh, oh. 
on a heart attack bun. Brother, who said getting there was half the fun? Give up my throne for one baby bean. No wonder I'm turning. Three shades of green, how could I go? I'm such a lonely, crazy kind of scheme. Get a cockamamie dream. Would the climb aboard this ship? If I didn't have odds, the earth was highly spherical. It's a miracle if it works. Yo, go to the wind and bring yours a tight. I feel like a red witch having a wake. How much of the ocean bit do you think I can take? Command in the name of Claim that land in the name of Isabella and Ferdinand. That's Ferdinand and Isabella. New rulers of this round, round. It's a crazy kind of scheme. It's a cockamamie dream. Well, for all our sakes, I hope. What was that? French horns. No, no, I mean before that. Oh, it was a lookout. He sighted land. Quickly, hand me the glass. All right. Now, now, the other one. Oh. Oh. To the New World. Likewise. Go ahead. Give the kid top billing. Well, it was just a thought. No, no, no. Go ahead. All right, all right. <clears throat> I claim this land in the name of Queen Isabella and King Ferdinand of Spain. Oh. Well, first I stick the flag in the sand, and then I... Watch yourself, Admiral. Natives. They may be hostile. Well, we're all a little hostile now and then. Some of us are able to sublimate. Others can't adjust. You know how it is. I know, but you better try and talk to them. All right, all right. <clears throat> Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> uh, we white men, other side of ocean. Uh, my name, Christopher Columbus. Oh, you over here on a Fulbright? Huh? Uh, uh, no, no, I'm over here on an Isabella, as a matter of fact, which reminds me. I want to take a few of you guys back with me in the boat to prove I discovered you. What do you mean, discover us? We discover you. You discovered us? Certainly. We discover you on beach here is all how you look at it. Yeah, I never thought of that. Well, at any rate, my men and I were wondering if you could spare a little food. What kind num-nums you want? Well, what is that strange-looking plant you're holding there with little yellow kernels? You mean this? Yes. What is that? French horns. No, no, no. What you're holding in your hand. Oh, corn. That's what I thought it was. What else you got to eat around here? Oh, berries, herbs, natural fruits, and organically grown vegetables. Just as I suspected. What kind of a diet is that? That's why I've come here. To fulfill my dream. You have a dream? Yes, I do. Would you like to talk about it? I certainly would. My dream is to open the first Italian restaurant in your country. Give you some real food. Starches, spaghetti, cholesterol, all the better things. That's called progress, you see? Hmm. Now, right here would be a good location for the restaurant. Ocean view and all that. Is there room for a parking lot? You kidding? Whole country is parking lot. I suppose. Well, I'd like to put a little deposit down on the property here. Okay. I only have a few doubloons on me, so if you'll direct me to the nearest bank, I'll get a check cash. You out of luck today. Bank's closed. Oh? Why? Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> we going out on that joke? No, we do reprise of song that help. But not, not much. much, no. Round, round, and a buckskin sleeve. Now the white man's here. I guess it's time to leave. Why go to war and fight like a shirt? Perhaps we can pick up some kind of work in an Indian extravaganza. Why? Or bonanza. Please don't call us, we'll call you. Step aside, pal, meet the new. Big Jesus of this round, round world. And you are listening to the K Word Theater of the Air here on KWUR Clayton 90.3 FM. I'm David Reinstrom, one of your three co hosts. Here with me tonight is. David Burnell Brutman and Alex Jensen. And you were just listening to Columbus Discovers America slash It's a Round Round World off of uh that that man, Stan Freeberg's um modestly presenting what is it? Stan Freeberg presents the United States of America, which is a a look back, a retrospective, if one will. Songs are catchy. Yes. Aren't they? Yeah, Aren't they fun? Yeah, absolutely. They are indeed. And we'll be going back. Uh, again and again. Yes, to we Mr. will be revisiting <laughs> this album over the uh, the course of this show, and right. um, then later this evening, um, towards the end of the show, we will be pulling something out of our own back catalog, Ooh, exciting. Um, which is also historical in nature. But now, <laughs> a quick public service announcement. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. I was off-roading in the backcountry. Oh, not surprising. You've got your home. Bears have theirs. Yeah, but see, this wasn't just any bear. This bear was wearing jeans and a hat, as in a smoky bear. Jeans and a hat. That's definitely smoky. What exactly did he have to say? Well, I was about to start up my ATV on a trail near a bunch of dry brush. Oh, I can guess where this is going. Right, right. Smokey told me that was dangerous because ATVs give off sparks, and one spark can start a wildfire. That's true. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires fires are caused by humans? That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Wow, no kidding? I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. <laughs> that was a joke. Oh. Get your smoky on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smoky Bear, the US Forest Service, your state forester and the Ad Council. Learn more at smokybear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Lève-toi, c'est décidé, laisse-moi te remplacer, je vais prendre ta douleur. Doucement, sans faire de bruit, comme on réveille la pluie, je vais prendre ta douleur, prendre ta douleur, je vais prendre ta douleur. Elle lutte, elle se débat, mais ne résistera pas, je vais bloquer l'ascenseur, je vais prendre ta douleur. Saboter l'interrupteur Je vais prendre ta douleur Whisky s'est incrusté Cet orage avant l'été Sa chupide petite soeur Châter son sifflet, je vais donner la fessée. Je vais prendre ta douleur. La vraie de la récré. Je vais prendre ta douleur. Mais c'est qui cette héritière qui se baigne 
fleurs changent de couleur Je vais prendre ta couleur Je vais jouer au docteur Je vais prendre ta douleur Dites-moi que faut la science Quand ce pont entre nos pensées Tu as mal à Welcome back. You are listening to the KWR Theater of the Air on KWR Clayton 90.3 FM. You said theater. What what was I supposed to say? No, I'm just I just I guess I've just never heard you say it. Yeah, I noticed that. Wait, wait, too. how did I say it? You say but theater. Theater? I, there's nothing wrong with the pronunciation. How do you say it? I say theater. Theater? Theater. 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 I like yours theater. a little bit more elegant. Theater. Theater. It's the theatre. Yes. Theatre. Theatre. Well, I'm sorry if, if, if it sounded awkward. No, it doesn't sound it awkward, Alexander Jensen. It, it Alexander rolled, Jensen, it my co-host. <laughs> no, it, it rolled off your tongue quite nicely, oh. mellifluously. I thought it sounded oh. awkward. Of or relating to honey. Honey. Oh. <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> you just listened. You just sorry. Um, you just heard "Tadouleur" by uh, the French artist artiste Camille off her album "Le Fil," which means the wire. Um, Camille is very nifty, but she will not distract us from Stan Freeberg. Oh no! We now continue. Nothing can distract us from Stan Freeberg. Stan Freeberg. Stan Freeberg, the <laughs> artist of the night, the the man we have come here to celebrate and enjoy the works of. And uh, we return you now to Stan Freeberg Presents with Pilgrim's Progress. November 1621. By now the white man has arrived in great numbers, not only at Miami, but at Jamestown, at Plymouth, and at Salem, Massachusetts. The Puritans have established a thriving colony enjoying all the social and cultural refinements of a modern society. Hiya, Harv. Who are you taking to the witch-burning Saturday night? Uh, Prudence Adams. Who are you taking to the Rotary Club luncheon? I haven't got a date yet, but I hear it's going to be quite a spread. Well, Mayor Pennypacker, how's it look for re-election? Great, great, great. Never looked better. Yeah, what about the Indian vote? What do you mean by that? Well, you're not too popular with the Indians. They could lose you the election. That's possible? Well, they outnumber us. Well, that's the trouble. You give them an inch and they take over. But, Mayor, they were here before we were. We moved in on them. So we did. Well, there's just something about them. They wear funny shoes. They don't even have buckles on them. Be that as it may, election is Friday. You better make some gesture this week. Like what? Well, how about if you make a concession and pick an Indian as a running mate? You'd be sure to carry the Indian block... What? Anything happened to me? You'd have a mayor that wasn't a Puritan. He'd probably take orders directly from Chief Powhatan. Yeah. Say, I got it. The big luncheon tomorrow. The one under the trees. What about it? We'll ask an Indian. That'll impress the rest of them. We could even announce you're going to put one in your cabinet. No need to go that far. Just have one to lunch. It'll be great press. Mayor Pennypacker comes out for equality. Justice. Votes. What a slogan. Take... An Indian to lunch 
this week Show him we're a regular bunch this week Show him we're as liberal as can be Let him know he's almost as good as we Make a feathered friend feel fed this week Overlook the fact he's red this week Let him share our Quaker oats Cause he's useful when he votes Take an Indian to lunch Two, four, six, eight Who do we tolerate? Indians, Indians Rah, rah, rah Take an Indian to lunch this week Let him sit right down and munch this week Let's give in and all do the brotherhood bit Just make sure we don't make a habit of it Take an Indian to dine this week Show him we don't draw the line this week We know everyone can't be as American as we After all, we came over on the Mayflower Take an Indian Not a wooden Indian, but a real-life Indian to lunch. Needless to say, the luncheon there under the trees was a great success, and a good time was had by Puritans and Indian alike. Everything came off beautifully, with the exception of one minor catastrophe. What do you mean you cooked the turkey, Charlie? Well, I cooked the turkey, that's all. You put our national bird in the oven, is that correct? Yeah, well, I... And all uh, of us uh, had our mouth set for roast eagle with all the trimming. Yeah, well, I... You uh, did a thing like that. Well, the two birds were lying there side by side. The turkey was for the centerpiece, Charlie. I mean... Well, they look so much alike well, that I... Well, uh, we blew it uh, now. They're all sitting down at the table out there. Yeah, yeah. Started on their little nut cups already. We just have to switch the birds, that's all. Yeah, well... Serve them turkey instead of eagle. But it's kind of scrawny looking, isn't it? Yeah, well, I thought I'd stuff some old bread in it and make it look a little fatter. You do that, okay? Okay. All right, you are listening to KWUR 90.3 FM, St. Louis Underground Radio. This is the KWUR Theater of the Air, presenting the very finest in original and classic radio theater. We've been listening to Stan Freeberg presents the United States of America. Da-dun-da-dun-dum. And, (laughs) yes, thank you, David. You're quite welcome, David. And we will be back with more of that after a short break. The lonely road you choose to travel on It must seem awfully long Innocence all gone It must be wrong to hide your Keep playing, I 
everything all right? I'd like to think you tell me if something was wrong. Well, her clothes are blacker than the blackest cloth, and her face is whiter than the snows of heart. She wears dark. A happy God. Don't worry, Mom. Don't worry, Dad. The hours that I spend alone are the happiest I've ever had. That's what she'd say if she ever spoke to you. But it's something she can never do. 'Cause it's only by herself that she'll find out what makes her. Just tuning in now. You are listening to the K Word Theater of the Air here on KWUR Clayton ninety point three FM. Uh, tonight we have been exploring the life and work of the great Stan Freeberg, the advertising fellow maven, the voice actor, the humorist. Uh, and now we return you to his work. The Stan Freeberg modestly presents the United States of America. As the white man's foothold increases, the red man's land diminishes. Seldom has history recorded such a phenomenal land transaction as that which took place on a little island in the Hudson River in 1626. There, a voice cries out in the wilderness, and a city is born. Too many moons we live here, White Cloud. Time to unload this crummy island.、Mm. Why we not live in Massachusetts like your brother? He get invited to lunch. Big deal. This place too hot in summer, too cold in winter. No place for papoose to grow up. No chance for culture. Well, he could run down to Carnegie Wigwam on Sunday afternoons 
Listen to Flying Birdstein explain the ceremonial dances. You listen me. Sell Manhattan to white man. Get me plenty junk jewelry. All right. All right. Me list with real estate agent. He find live one. Okay. Okay. Okay, Chief. I think I got a live one for you, Dutchman. Now when he gets here, let me do all the talking. All right. Mm. Hey, here he is now. Come in. Say, that's pretty hard buffalo hide you got here on this teepee. I like to bust my knuckles. Yeah, well, just so he didn't bust his pockets, eh, Chief? Mmm. <laughs> Tishman's my name, Peter Tishman. And this here is Chief White Cloud. Uh, what can we do for you, sir? Well, I seen your listing in the paper here. For sale, Iceland, exclamation point, ideal for summer festival. Gorgeous view, spell VU, running water. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What is that running water bit? But my wife's brother, he go with Ireland. Oh, yeah. Spacious trees, wall-to-wall grass, room for pool. What's pool? It's like snooker. Oh. Well, that's it. Now, if you're in the market for an island, friend, you couldn't go wrong, believe me. What's the asking price? Oh, you give us... Uh, Let me handle this, will you, Chief? (laughs) Now, a beautiful piece of property like this couldn't let it go for a nickel less than $32 worth of junk jewelry. What, $32 for a crummy piece of undeveloped property like this? I'm going to see you around. Uh, make it $29.50. Go away. Look, I don't like to haggle, Pete. Make it 28 and a quarter. I... Come on. Now, wait a minute. Uh, Chief, when I give you the signal, bring on the Indians. Right. Now, look, Pete, baby, can't you see the possibilities? Step outside here. Look around you. Sure, it's a barren piece of wasteland now. <laughs> sure, it don't look like much. But someday, this little footpath is going to echo with the sound of dancing feet. Why, they're going to hang a sign right over there, and it's going to say, Broadway, yeah. This way, Mr. First Nighter. Put on your top hat, white feather and tails. Paint up your faces, you reds and you pales. Put on your beaded goods, we're gonna do the woods. Tap dance up the hills and down the dales. Remember, someday, this hall will be Murphy and Sir, right here on Broadway. Corner 51st, yes sir. You'll be a vital part of all the terribly smart set. In your top hat, white feather and on the rooftop drinking champagne by the pair in your top hat white feather and tails say that was a nice number you kids get a pretty good sound out of them moccasins mm, yes sir considering they were tap dancing on dirt too well, I'm going to see you. No, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Make it 25 even. We'll toss in the Bronx. No, I couldn't possibly see my way clear. We throw in Staten Island. You hear that? Is that a generous Indian? You'll have Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Hello? Yeah, Dick. Mm-hmm. If we use any more, we'll have to pay a royalty, huh? 
All right, sweetie, we'll knock it off. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give you $24. Sold. But none of that cash stuff. The chief's wife wants strictly junk jewelry. Mmm, baubles, bangles, bright, shiny beads. Yeah, hold it, baby, will you? You're laying yourself wide open for another phone call. Okay, it's a deal. Here you go. You're lucky the price wasn't no higher. I never carry more than $24 in junk jewelry. Mmm, nice quality. Wife flip. All right, man, pack up those trees and let's get out of here. What? Strike the forest. Wait, wait a second. Where are you going with my trees? What do you think? You bought a furnished island? You mean all those trees was in parts? Yes, laugh on you. Whole island solid concrete. <laughs> Nothing grow except in little square place in middle of island. But how am I going to get people to live on a solid concrete island? Who would want to? Nice place to visit, but, but you, you wouldn't, wouldn't want, want to, to live, live here. here. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> One hundred and fifty eventful years have passed. A new spirit of restlessness grips the thirteen English colonies, smarting from what seems to them injustice at the hands of King George III. The American colonists yearn for liberty. Boston Harbor, 1774. Two figures huddle on the deck of a cargo ship, there in the darkness. Whoops. Jeez, Charlie, you knocked that whole load of tea in the water there. Well, I miscalculated with the block and tackle, that's yeah, all. Yeah, well, I mean, you blew it. You missed the whole deck there. Yeah, well, maybe nobody will know. Well, what do you mean? There's tea floating all over the place. I mean, how can I go and demand an hourly increase for you guys? Yeah, with yeah, well, fringe? I, I, no, I, with uh, fringe uh, benefits and uh, all that, if... My men keep knocking stuff overboard. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. Sorry doesn't uh, do any good, Charlie. Now, I'll cover for you this time, but let's get our story straight. Good, okay? good, good, good. Now, uh, a bunch of those Patriot guys came sneaking around dressed up in... Uh, uh, how, how about in Indian suits? That's good, in Indian suits. Good. Uh, they were a little loaded, and uh, they shoved the tea over because they were sore about the tea tax, okay? Uh, okay. You think anybody will swallow that? Well, it's just wild enough, Charlie. Uh -huh. Gee, look at it swirling around down there. I, I wonder where we could find a fortune teller that reads harbors. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> <sighs> so that's all the Stan Freeberg uh, you are going to hear tonight. That that album continues, and we may return to it in coming weeks. Um, but for now, we're going to end with the uh, with the Boston Tea Party. There, that's a pretty good sample of his work, I would say. If you're just I was tuning quite in amazed. now, yeah. If you're just tuning in now, this is the K Word Theater of the Air. I'm David Reinstrom. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm Alex Jensen. And we're broadcasting here live from St. Louis, Missouri, here at KWUR Clayton ninety point three FM. Underground. It's radio. true. And we're we're going to take a quick break, but then we'll be back with something from our own private collection. Woohoo! Foreign languages! Multilingual international... We seem to be having some public service announcement-related technical yes. difficulties. <laughs> uh, so we will... Please enjoy the music while your party is reached.
We are back, and we are uh, we are going to play you that public service announcement. But we wanted you to know that you are listening to KWUR, KWUR, Clayton ninety point three FM, and that was Youthless by Beck. I present to you three of the fiercest subjects ever assembled in the cage of doom. First, the brain-wrenching behemoth Algebra Two, weighing in at a mind-boggling eight hundred pounds. Foreign languages, the multilingual international sensation, capable of tossing you clear across the Atlantic. And finally, biology. More ferocious than formaldehyde, she'll dissect you one chromosome at a time. Who among you will step up to their challenge? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Me too. I'm in. Sign me up. Take on the tough classes now. You need them to prepare for college. Find out which classes you need at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council. Intense. Isn't it? Wow. And we're back. Welcome. 
Welcome indeed. Well, okay, so that's it for Stan Freeberg, which means it's time to access the famous Newsworthy Ghost Collection. This is stuff Yay. that we have done. Uh, this is original. These are original radio pieces. We are so very proud of them. Yes, we are. We, we quite like this one in particular. This is um, the Great Moon Race of Aught Six. This is a real historical event, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Absolutely true. Today we join Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla playing a rousing game of ten-card finger jimmy. Mm, Edison, I see your three jack finger salmon and raise you twenty tiddly pockets. A shrewd move, Tesla. But try this on for size, why don't you? A horde of aces? You're cheating. Cheating, am I? Horse feathers and applesauce. Like diddly pickles, I'm cheating. I accuse you. It is you that I accuse, Edison, of the cheatings. Very well, Tesla. There's clearly only one way to settle this. An obstacle race? That's a good idea. But no! Even better, a race to the moon! And so began the great moon race of 1906. The two great inventors set to work. I can adapt the Tesla coil to make my rocket. And I can adapt the phonograph to make my rocket. Until finally, they were both finished. On a foggy morning in November, the two met on the field of battle, the Menlo Park, New Jersey, Junior Pee Wee Baseball Diamond. So, I see you finished your rocket. And I see you finished yours. My rocket runs on alternating current. AC. What does your rocket run on? My rocket runs on direct current. DC. Well, I guess we'll see which one is better when I get to the moon first. Poppycock, Tesla. When my direct current rocket reaches the moon first, everyone will see that my current is superior. Well, why don't you put your rocket where your mouth is? Well, let me just put on my leather aviator helmet and goggles... And I'll be all set to climb into this rocket and beat you to the moon, Tesla. Very well. I'm going to put on this baseball cap and this belt. And I'll beat you to the moon. Into the cockpit I go. And thus, the countdown began. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Lift Heroes blasted off to the moon. Everything was going well until. Hey, hey, Edison! Tesla, what are you doing outside of your rocket? Hey, what does it look like I am doing? I am throwing rocks at you! Oh, so that's the way you want to play it, is it? Well, take this! <laughs> what? You are throwing wax cylinders at me? That's right. I have enough wax cylinders stored away in this rocket to record 20 minutes of music. Good God. He has like 200. Oh, no. My phonographic engine is misaligned. You'll hit my Tesla coil right in the nubbin. We're in a death spiral straight for the moon's lunar surface. Me also in addition as well. No! Are you okay, Edison? <coughs> yes, I think I'm fine, thank you. Good. Ha! No! <laughs> also, I win. 
What? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I crashed first. I clearly won this moon race. Well, there's only one way to solve this. I agree. An obstacle race. I was thinking more along the lines of a return race back to the Earth. That also works. Let me start up my superior engine. (laughs) My superior engine will certainly start up. Let's see it. Damn. Well, it seems we're both grounded, stranded forever on this lifeless rock of a moon. You know, I wonder why I can breathe out here. Wait, Tesla! Do you hear that strange noise? That thrumming noise in background? Yes. It sounds like a cat being electrocuted. It would to you, stodgy old cat torturer. Wait, look. Over that ridge. Hey! It's Moon Man! Moon Man, Moon Man, Moon Man. 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 Welcome to the moon. Moon Man. We're the Moon Man. What are you doing on the moon? They don't seem outright threatening, Tesla. Moon Man. True. But I don't trust them. All new visitors to the moon must do obstacle race. Yes! I like this moon man now. What is an obstacle race? You gotta run across the moon. What happens if Tesla loses? Hey! The moon man gonna crush you with moon rocks. Moon man! Wait, what happens if I win? Then we crush you with moon rocks. Moon man. Now wait a second. You're saying if we win the race, you'll crush us with moon rocks? And if we lose the race, you'll crush us with moon rocks? I'm gonna cut you with moon rocks! Our heroes share a look of sheer terror. There's got to be some way to evade these moon men, Tesla. Edison, I hate to admit it, but maybe it's time to work together. I agree, Tesla. Let's look at the parts that we've got from our two crashed rockets. I have my DC-powered phonograph. And I have my AC-powered Tesla coil. We can link this... Yes. Switch over here to this line. Run that through there, yes. Yes, and that will go through the circuit breaker here. I like that, yes. From yours. Okay. Let's connect your DC phonograph here. To your AC Tesla coil. What? AC DC! It's working! Yes! Hey, look what's left over. Why, our Moonman device is actually a new rocket. Awesome. We can travel back to Earth together. Unity, let's go, friend. Shake on it. (laughs) Tesla, you old dog. Always watch out for the hand buzzer. <laughs> and so our inventors rocketed back to Earth, where they settled their feud by lighting an elephant on fire. And thus, the great moon race of 1906 concluded in a tie. The end.
And that was some original content coming straight at you. In your face. Boom! That was the sound of our content hitting you in the face. <laughs> Feels good, though, doesn't it? Doesn't, doesn't it hurt? Sort of like a, like a warm towel. <laughs> like a warm towel wrapped in Is this in warm towel muslin. wet? Well, yeah, a like, wet a, warm a, towel? like a wet warm towel, the kind that they like give they you give after... Like they give you a Japanese restaurant? Yeah! Oh, okay. I we love are those. all about hospitality here at KWUR. On the K-War Theater of the Air. Yes, and also the K-War Theater of the Air, which is running out the clocks, I am afraid. So it is time for us to say goodbye. Oh, I hate this part. I'm sorry. So uh, I'd like to say goodbye. My name is David Reinstrom. I'm David Burnell Brutman. And I'm Alex Jensen. And here are some credits. The KWUR Theater of the Air is produced in conjunction with newsworthy Ghost Island Productions, KWUR, and viewers like you. Our studio technician was David Shanker and the nameless troglodyte that lives under his desk. A big thank you to David and Miriam Goldwitz for their continued support. And Batman, we couldn't have done it without you. The ghost of Edith Head oversaw the costume design, Alaskan Senator Ted Stevens designed our set, and very special thanks to our intern, Dr. Henry Kissinger, for bringing us all those sandwiches. They were really good. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.